G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and he's joining me on the phone once again. Welcome back to another week, Lyle. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tracy. Well, it's all about asylum seekers and the government's handling of those issues on Manus Island last week. The Greens and Labor both have been extremely critical of the way that Scott Morrison has dealt with the situation. The Greens in particular calling for Mr Morrison to be stood down. It's a very difficult situation, Tracy. Uh, We've had a riot last week on on Manus Island. Um, A 23-year-old man was tragically killed uh, in that. And uh, initial reports about the details uh, have proven to be incorrect and uh, Minister Morrison has has, uh, come out on the weekend and corrected those reports and said that uh, obviously early early reports um, are subject to verification and um, and new information had come to light. I don't think that's um, necessarily a hanging offence by the Minister. I think, uh, you know, we're talking about a a remote area of uh, Papua New Guinea and, um, and details are obviously going to be sketchy. I think the important thing is that uh, people are treated humanely are there and that they're processed as quickly as possible. I think the situation has come under a lot of criticism, particularly because the government seems to be very closed on the information that it feeds uh, to the public or to the media about the situations as they unfold. As you rightly point out, when things are going on, it's difficult to get information and certainly to make sure that that information is accurate can be extremely difficult. But Scott Morrison has always been one for saying, look, we're not going to speak out any time everything happens because that just gives the people smugglers some sort of idea about what we're doing. I think the difficulty with this situation is that perhaps when things are not going well for asylum seekers, you might want the people smugglers to know that. Well, I think uh, there's no doubt that people smugglers, you know, are aware that uh, things aren't going well, and uh, they'd be aware of this right and, and the in the government's um, very strong uh, attempts to restore order. Uh, a general has gone up there uh, with extra security forces. Um, I, I think we've got to keep in perspective that uh, at the hands of people smugglers in the in the last uh, three years or so, a thousand people died. Uh, trying to make this voyage to Australia, um, I think that's uh, that's an incredible humanitarian tragedy. Um, that the boats do need to be stopped, but we shouldn't be trying to stop the refugees. And uh, there's a there's a massive um, humanitarian crisis in in our world. Uh, there's over a hundred thousand UNHCR refugees in Indonesia alone, let alone those that are in camps in Africa, the Thai-Burma border, and, of course, those fleeing the Syrian conflict, um, hundreds of thousands of people in Jordan and and Lebanon. So there's a huge, huge task uh, here. But uh, coming by boat at the hands of people smugglers um, is not the way, Uh, but certainly countries like Australia and and the rest of the international community have got to do more uh, to help uh, these people who are are displaced and who are struggling, um, fleeing dangerous situations and um, and there needs to be a concerted effort there. Um, stopping the boats is not about ensuring there's a comfortable life for Australians. Uh, 
that's about stopping people dying on the sea and stopping the evil people smuggling trade. But uh, we have to find a way to address um, this global crisis of displaced people. So the humanitarian intake really needs to be increased. Can you see a way that that might happen in the future? Well, I, I think I think we've got to continue to put pressure on it. Um, you know, Thirteen thousand seven hundred people uh, is um, is is a tiny amount. Now, in in terms of uh, how Australia fares in comparison with other countries, we're actually pulling our weight. But it just shows what a minuscule job the international community is doing in trying to help these people. Uh, you hear various reports of, of up to 40 million uh, people that are displaced, um, 10 million in, in our region. Um, now, these are figures that you hear bandied around by politicians from time to time. We certainly know there's hundreds of thousands fleeing the Syrian conflict. So um, we, we do need to look at that humanitarian intake of 13,700. Uh, the previous Labor government had promised to uh, put it to uh, 26,000 when they announced the uh, Manus Island arrangements. Um, the uh, incoming Abbott government has wound that back to 13,700. I think we've got to um, really make the case that we've got to be far more generous. We've got to do more to, to help the situation. Um, just being hard on, on border protection, uh, if, if that's, you know, if, if it is, and I'm not saying it's the government's motive, but some say that it's about, you know, try to shore up votes in Western Sydney and places like this, well, you know, that, that may or may not be the case, but uh, we've got to, as a nation, um, help uh, people who are fleeing conflict and dangerous situations, and uh, 13,700 is just not enough. It does beg a belief that those numbers of people trying to flee are so high, and yet the humani- humanitarian intake is so low. How can that even be correlated? Well, I think th- this is the, the big problem, because... Um, you know, we, we saw uh, over 50,000 people just in the last few years um, since uh, since the, the uh, Rudd-Gillard government was in um, arrive in Australia by, by boat. And it's an enormous amount of people, and yet our humanitarian intake is only 13,700. Uh, I mentioned those uh, huge numbers of tens of millions of people who are, are displaced. Um, so it, it doesn't correlate. Um, it, it's, too, it's too small, and uh, I think we've got to be asking other nations uh, to also do their part. Um, there's got to be a greater emphasis on trying to um, bring stability to some of these conflict zones so that people can go back to their uh, countries of origin and, and be resettled in their in their homes. Um, there, there's huge, huge problems here. Um, the situation seems to be getting worse as there's, as there's conflict um, in the Middle East. Uh, obviously, Egypt and Libya uh, are not stable places. We've got uh, terrorism in uh, Pakistan, uh, Afghanistan, these sort of places, particularly where Christians are being uh, persecuted, so um, and and uh, through Africa as well, uh, a lot of instability. So the world is not a stable place, and uh, this needs to be given a high priority. If we think we can just um, have our secure, um, affluent Australian materialistic lifestyle and um, and, and push back boats uh, like this, well, I think you know that's that's a fool's paradise. Um, we've, we've got to stop the people smuggling, as I say, but we've got to find a way to tackle these refugees. And just because we stop the boats, that, that should not be peace of mind, end of the story for people. And if, if that's what the government's view is and, and what the Australian people's view is, well, I think we're badly mistaken and turning a blind eye to people in need. You mentioned there a number of persecuted Christians that are obviously part of that group that are very desperate to get out of the countries in which they find themselves. And it brought to mind a story that broke last week of an Australian missionary, John Short, who has been uh, captured by the North Korean government, for want of a better term, because he was over there 
distributing Christian literature and bringing the hope of the gospel to those people. This is a fascinating story, Tracy. Um, North Korea, of course, is a very, uh, very dark country. It's got a brutal regime. Uh, it is uh, vehemently anti-Christian, and it's well known that uh, if uh, foreigners take in Christian material, they'll they'll be arrested and sentenced to. You, you hear terms like 15 years hard labour. It seems like uh, Mr. Short um, was well aware of this, uh, but felt uh, a calling to nonetheless defy the law and to. Uh, do what he could to distribute the gospel. Um, if, if that's the case, and it seems to be just in listening to media interviews uh, by his wife, uh, that's uh, very, very admirable. Uh, but uh, he, he surely must have known the risks. And um, and uh, I'm very concerned for, for Mr. Short. Um, th- this regime uh, is, is extremely brutal on Christianity. Uh, just last week, we saw a UN uh, report chaired by the former High Court Judge uh, Michael Kirby on behalf of the UN uh, document uh, atrocities of the regime based on interviews of hundreds of people who had uh, fled the regime or defected. And uh, they, uh, this uh, UN committee uh, certainly drew comparisons with uh, the Nazi regime uh, of uh, the mid-20th century. Uh, now, that's, that's very, very serious. Um, we certainly know of death camps, mass starvations, uh, and, of course, brutal repression of, um, of the gospel. So uh, Mr Short is in a very dangerous situation, and um, certainly he needs our prayers. Uh, what he's done is, is very bold, um, but uh, something needs to happen in that nation to see it uh, broken open and for freedom and liberty and uh, for the gospel to be free to go in there as well. Certainly we'll remember him in our prayers. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby, always good to talk to you. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, thanks very much, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.